What's up, everyone? This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. Thanks for listening. Let's get started. Welcome back to Wake Before the Day. Uh, really excited to be with you guys today, this Good Friday, and excited to be talking about 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Um, we're actually going to go through pretty much most of the chapter when Clark and I tried to really pick out what verse stuck out. We thought this would just be a good chapter to talk about because it's the entire resurrection that Paul's talking about with Easter right around the corner. And so um, just happy to process and flush this out with you. Um, interestingly enough, Paul's talking to um, the Corinthians and he's trying to convince them essentially of, of what has happened in the life of Jesus. And Right when you jump in to verses four through seven, you'll see um, Paul is essentially citing his sources. He's literally going through name by name and saying, mm -hmm. Jesus died, resurrected, and Paul, um, Peter saw him. Uh, he appeared to the 12. Then he actually appeared to 500 people at the same time, which is huge historically to have 500 eyewitnesses of anything. And he appeared to James. And so he's kind of making his case for why this is actually something that happened um, on a spiritual level and, and historically too. And then he kind of starts moving to, so what would have happened um, if this didn't happen, if Jesus really didn't raise from the dead? And what would life kind of be like um, as he moves down the chapter? For sure. And, and real quick, as he's citing his sources, think about when you read a, a newspaper article or um, some a blog, and if people cite sources, they'll say, and we got this research from the Harvard Medical Survey done in 2019. Right. That, that makes it credible. And so that's what he's doing right here. He's saying, if you guys want, don't believe me, go talk to Peter and James and John, mm -hmm. the 12, mm -hmm. the 500. This really happened. It's an historical event. But then like Bob said, it transitions to a time where he goes, imagine if this didn't happen. Yeah. So if you think on a personal level in your life, think about uh, a child or a loved one. Just Have you ever thought, like, I wonder if, if they hadn't been born. I wonder if, if I hadn't met them. Think about the most important event in your life up until this point. That's what Paul's doing to these people. He's saying, imagine if Jesus Christ didn't resurrect. And if you look at verse 32, he's essentially saying, if Jesus Christ didn't resurrect, go doing whatever you want. Drink yeah. what you want, eat what you want, you know, hang out with who you want, do what you want with whoever you want. And that's yeah. when he says in verse 32, where'd that go? It says, let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die. He's quoting the prophet Isaiah, basically saying, you have no idea if tomorrow's going to come. So blow your money, buy what you want, drink what you want and have at it. Mm -hmm. If the resurrection didn't happen, then... Charles Darwin's thinking is correct, and he always talked about how the strong survive, and you have to get rid of the weak. If they're not contributing anything to society, get rid of them. Mm. And it's, that's just exactly what, what was happening here. If the resurrection didn't happen, then shoot, live, live life the way you want to live it, and who cares what anybody else has to say. But we were made to resurrect like Jesus. Jesus Christ really resurrected. And verse 42 and on, it starts talking about how you and I are going to have a resurrection as well. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to have new bodies. In verse 42, it says, so will it be with the resurrection of the dead? The body that's sown, the body you have right now, it's perishable. Like it's going to die. It's going to, um, it's going to go away, but it's going to be raised imperishable. 
So talking about you're going to be given this new body. This is a huge deal. Yeah, that's, um, I was just kind of continuing to read too in verse 43, even it says it's sown in dishonor and it's raised in glory. It's sown in weakness and it's raised in power. It's sown a natural body, but it's raised a spiritual body. And, um, if Jesus didn't raise from the dead, then we don't raise from the dead. That's kind of what Paul's getting at here. And as Clark and I, um, as we continue the podcast and as we even just continue uh, reading out of verse 15, one of the things I think that's helpful in our quiet time and with our scripture reading is when we ask ourselves, what are we, what do we learn about God from the yeah. passage? Just anywhere in your Bible reading um, through the Psalms or what we're going to read after the first Corinthians when we move to second Corinthians. Um just in general, what do we learn about God? And so kind of changing pace a little bit here. Um, one of the things actually that I feel like I learned just right away, the first thing that popped into my head is, holy cow, God is so faithful. So if you look back, I think that used to be in my brain, just like this cliche Christian, like, oh, God's so faithful. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen, sister. God's so faithful. Preach it. <laughs> but really, when you read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the first thing I thought is, man, God accomplishes his plans. God keeps his promises. When you go back to the Old Testament, so we know everything in the Old Testament is pointing to Jesus. And now, now we're reading the New Testament thinking, wow, Jesus did it. Like he fulfilled what God set out to do. And just to read through this and think God had this in mind before the creation of anything that Jesus would come and that he would come and he would die and he would raise again. And then because of that, because of that truth, we get to live into that. We get life forever with him in eternity. And the whole and the whole reason why mm-hmm. he came and did this is because God wants a relationship with you. Yeah. So really, this actually, I want to just implore to you guys over our podcast, if I can, that when, you know, people say all the time, like, oh, you know, we'll just agree to disagree. Like you can, you can find a common ground and just kind of live peaceful, peacefully with someone like Paul's saying, and and worse, I'm saying to you, this is not an agree to disagree point. Jesus Christ died on the cross. He was buried. And on the third day, he rose again. And this this isn't just a piece of literature. This literally changes everything. Like history, Clark and I laugh sometimes. History and the dates and times of history literally are um, are in place because of Jesus' death. So literally, oh, yeah. there's... if you think about our calendar, our <laughs> right. calendar is in place because of Jesus Christ. Many of the schools that mm-hmm. we went to were were instituted and founded on the teachings of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. If you think of most of the Ivy League schools and the first universities that were established in America created because of Jesus Christ. Hospitals, because of Jesus Christ. You look at the Britannica, the encyclopedia, who has the biggest entry in that? Jesus Christ. I mean, we're walking in the mall. I mean, not lately, but <laughs> months ago. And we, we, we looked in the window of Hot Topic, and I saw Jesus' face all over that yeah. store. And that place is nuts. They got creepy clown masks and all kinds of crazy junk. <laughs> okay, reel it back in. And, I'm sorry. And then there's Jesus. He's just hanging with the creepy clowns. And so literally the the like BC timeline and AD timeline. Um, so this this is a hinge point. So, so real quick, how does it change yeah. it for us? How, do, how does the resurrection of Jesus Christ impact us? So... We don't have to live the lives that we that we have been living. We don't have to 
um, we actually get to live in hope. And so that's, so back, backtrack a little bit. So that first question we asked was, what do we learn about God? And we just kind of fleshed that out. And then now this question is, how does that actually impact us? Mm-hmm. And the what the resurrection does for our lives is Paul kind of addresses it a little bit in verse 9 when he t- he's talking about his life and what he did and how he lived kind of actually totally against God. And um, just the shame and regret and guilt that Paul carried potentially uh, when he talks about his story um, because of the way he was living. And, and we don't have to do that uh, yeah, so, because of the resurrection. So what Paul says in verse 9, in the middle of this resurrection talk, he says, for I'm the least of the apostles, and I don't even deserve to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. And so if you just hit the brakes right there, you don't have to dive too deep yeah. into this, but you and I have things that we that, that um, are attached to our shame. And there are things that we've done that we really, really, really regret. And things that we're feeling just overburdened with guilt. You think back and you're like, man, ah. This for Paul is like the lowest of lows. He murdered Christians for following Jesus. And what he's saying here is the resurrection overshadows that. Right. Think about the thing you're most embarrassed about. You don't want anybody to know. Brings you shame and regret and guilt. And because of the resurrection, like that hold, the the guilt, the shame, the regret has no hold on you anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. That Jesus has forgiven you. He beat death. He beat sin. Mm-hmm. So not only are you not doing that and walking that kind of life anymore, but even the things that you're thinking and the baggage that you're carrying is gone. Mm-hmm. Jesus takes that on the cross too. So like the, the shame, the regret, the guilt, like that's, so not only am I not walking and living um, this way anymore, but even the way that I think about those things, I just think, man, you're redeemed in Christ. Mm-hmm. Because of the cross. And when you come to understand that, not only in your brain, but you really believe that in your heart, that changes everything. Right. And that's what his whole point in this whole chapter is. The resurrection changes everything. Mm -hmm. And so Paul then goes to say, this has changed my life. I'm giving everything I have to Jesus Christ. I'm going to pray to Jesus. I'm going to speak of Jesus. I'm going to pray in Jesus' name. In verses 30 through 32, he's like, yo, guys, I've been facing death every day. The beasts in (laughs) Ephesus are coming after me. I mean, it gets crazy. And so as he's saying, I'm facing death every day. I'm facing opposition. These people want to take my life. That can translate to us today and the things that you're facing, whether it's COVID-19, whether it's family situations, whether it's your financial situation, a work situation, a relationship situation, whatever it is, he's saying in light of the resurrection, if you're in Christ and you're trying to honor him, you have no reason to be afraid. You have no reason to worry. You have no reason to, to fear what's going to happen to you with eternity in mind. You know, and this is where it gets to verse 58, which has a really key word. Yeah. Bob, you want to speak to that? <laughs> Cliffhanger. The, um, one of the things, um, I shout out to anybody who went to Naboa Christian Camp, because one of the things I remember learning back in grade school was actually like looking at the words when you read your Bible, like actually looking at like maybe a word's repeated 10 times. Maybe that's an important word. And one of the words was actually the word therefore and um, how it just has um, greater meaning. And so just pay attention to that word because it means pay attention. And literally Clark was laughing. He's like, okay, well, what is the therefore 
therefore. And so when you look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15, what that therefore in verse 58 is is saying to us is um, because of what I now told you in all of the verses that I just told you. Verses 1 to 57. (laughs) Right. Um, Now, because of those verses, there's these verses after 58. And those verses say, stand firm, let nothing move you. Give yourself fully to the work of the Lord. You guys know that I like the message version. That's just something, that's something about me. And the message version literally. I love that about you. (laughs) Thank you. So attractive. Um, It literally says, um, with all this going for us. So literally with the resurrection, the resurrection, everything that we just talked about with all this going for us, my dear, dear friends, stand your guard and don't hold back. Throw yourselves into the work of the master, confident that nothing you do for him is a waste of time or effort. And so today reading this and getting to talk to you about it and processing with Clark, that was one thing for sure. Just reading that therefore, and in my brain thinking, man, because of the gospel, because of this good news, because of the resurrection, because of what Jesus came to do for me, I get to live every day with this in mind, that I get to literally throw myself into the work of the master, that I get to go, I'm all in. And so just leaving you with that today, this, that kind of encouragement that, um, that Jesus died and you don't have to live this certain way. You don't have to follow all the rules. You don't have to, it's not that kind of mentality. It's actually, Hey, Jesus died. And now I can't help, but live out of love. Jesus died and I can't help but share what he's done just because of who I was. Like Paul's saying, because of who I was and now who I get to be in Christ, I can't help but throw myself into what Jesus Christ is doing. Yeah. I can't I can't <laughs> add anything else to that right there. You brought it home, Bob. So hopefully you get a chance to read First Corinthians fifteen. It sounds like one of our children is waking up in the background. And so Time we'll, to go. we'll go get her. Yeah, we gotta bounce. But hey, no, we love you guys. Um, grateful that you're tuning in today. Happy Good Friday. Yeah. Um, it's Good Friday because Jesus put death to death. Yeah. He defeated sin and evil and all the junk that we've thought and said and done, he takes it upon himself today. Yeah. And we get to celebrate Easter on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for a church, tune in to www.erc.la and we'll have our services streaming starting at noon on Friday and really early Sunday morning. All right, we'll tune in Monday with the next scripture. God bless you. Have a great weekend celebrating Jesus. God bless you guys. Happy Easter. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance toward you and give you his peace. Have a great day.